if any of you guys got questions out there man hit us up <laughs> hey what's up guys welcome to another episode of the venue i'm chris i'm manny and we have our guests here i do not know how the fuck to pronounce your band's name i don't uh, it's like me pronouncing fucking height. I said hite, and I was like, all right, you know what? I said this in front of a Korean lady. Now I feel dumb. I don't want to say it. I, I think it's like <laughs> Alamorty. <laughs> it's uh, Alamore. Alamore? It's yeah, French. It's French. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you, you can tell he uh, took Spanish in high school. <laughs> and he I aced it. I fucking failed miserably. <laughs> they kicked me out. Shit. Uh, Meanwhile, I was that Mexican kid that took French. I was like, eh, fuck you. They got titties in the class. I'm down. <laughs> Dude, I, I took Spanish and French. Felt both. Oh, well, now I'm fucking concerned. I started speaking Spanish to the French teacher. <laughs> He's like, get out. <laughs> started speaking French to the Spanish teacher. Said, sacate la chingada. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> so let's go around the room. Introduce yourselves. Right on. Uh, my name's uh, Quinn. I do vocals. Uh, my name is Josh. I play bass. My name is Jacob, and I play guitar. My name is Manny. I'm the drummer of the band. Yeah. Hi, what's up, the band? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> two Mannys in the room, yeah. Yeah, we got two Mannys in the room. Hell yeah. It's too much Manny. <laughs> it's two Mannys. There's a lot of <laughs> man. You guys can compete for the Manny Beatball. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. We should be competing I want to see it. I want to see it happen. <laughs> We're doing a meatball toss after the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. The meatball toss is going to be beers in the air. Like, yes. Catch them, dude. Catch them. <laughs> I got you, baby. Don't trip. There you go. So how long have you guys been a band? Well, we've been a band for uh, three years. Um, we've been like putting this collection together for quite some time. Uh, we recently, last year, just like went public about it, like on Instagram, like coming out no, that sure. we're actually a group. We want to like show the world, like you know what we got. So, so it's like that side chick that you don't want people to know about until you are done with your actual girl. Precisely, we're trying <laughs> yeah. to pretty her up first, you know, uh, make her look real good and nice and presentable. Yeah, it's nice and presentable for the world. And <laughs> yeah, exactly like what he said. We've this has been in the work for quite some time now, and we uh, dropped our first single uh, last year, uh, right around December. Um, or sorry, not last year, but 2018. Now, so, oh, okay. yeah, 2018, back in December, and that's the single that we have out uh, right now. It's a cruciform oh. out on Spotify, iTunes, all that cool stuff. Yeah, we got a killer, uh, a killer uh, lyric video on YouTube as well. If you guys want to check that out, oh, I didn't know that. I would have watched that. <laughs> Give you some views. <laughs> if you're prone to seizures, though, I I suggest take caution. We'll, we'll share it on the uh, Facebook page, and we'll put the seizure warning. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> if you want to trip balls, watch this video. <laughs> Yo, dude, you want to phone for the mouth for a few minutes? Fucking so check this shit out. There you go. Everyone's looking for that quick high. Yeah, them red, them red, blues, and whites, dude. They fuck you up worse than fucking cop cars. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that makes my heart drop. <laughs> oh damn! So, what genre would you guys consider your band? Um, we want to call ourselves Ambient Death. Ambient Death. Yeah. Is so you're creating a subgenre. That is correct. Mm-hmm. First band so far that 
wants that. <laughs> Every Dude, other I, band is like, nah, man, we're just metal. <laughs> <laughs> we want to fit within the lines. You guys said, oh, yeah, there's lines? Nah, let me get in the room. <laughs> just erase this shit real quick. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, though, dude. It, it, I mean, considering the fact that you guys are creative enough to uh, make a name that's completely different from every other fucking metal band I've ever fucking seen or uh, heard, it, it it speaks a lot. I mean, just from the name itself. Because honestly, like, fuck, dude. Uh, most times it's like brutal, death chug. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Well, what do you guys do? We play beat down. Okay, that's cool. What do you guys do? No, just beat down, you know, beat the shit out of each other. That's it. But you guys are like, dude, we make metal so you can listen to while you drink your coffee in the morning and get ready to fucking mentally prepare yourself for work. Where you're just like, I, I need that slow rhythm real quick, and then I need that fucking fast paced shit so I can get fucking pumped up and be like, all right, dude, literally, I'm ready. that makes me every fucking morning. Right. I have to wake up listening to metal or some shit. That's right. There you go, man. That dude. That, yeah. sounds, that sounds like an awesome alarm clock, though. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's just ambient death metal. Just I just don't turn off my phone. Set your alarm to cruciform. Well, you're definitely uh, the group that you can zen out to over blast beats, you know. Dude, so, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Definitely pushing the limits with that name, dude. And what does it mean exactly? Well, I mean, with. I guess you can say like there's a lot of bands out there that have like that ambience to their their I guess leads, but um, when it comes to the death metal portion that we pretty much hone in on, um, I guess you can just say like okay, well you got these really intense leads that oh oh <laughs> I, I heard. Fuck that shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that so, um, yeah, I mean, with, with the with the death metal that we're pr- like honing in on, like we can definitely say that we are putting more of a focus on the structure mm. and getting those really catchy um, hooks that you can hear in some choruses um, where the ambience pretty much portrays in those courses um also it doesn't really have to necessarily mean um just for the genre itself you know you can say ambience and that could be literally anything it could yeah. be it could be the vibe that you're getting off of it with all the songs that we have so far i could say ambient death puts a really solid title excuse me <coughs> yeah, no, title it's to good. Uh, it's good i can edit that out <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> i'm kidding i don't edit well <laughs> <laughs> Straight rod, oh, great. <laughs> well, I mean, we we want to know the real you. you oh, yeah. with, with all your, uh, I've been sick for like yeah, dude. my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude! Damn, I, now I feel bad. I was bitching about the last two days and shit. Like, oh, I'm so sick. And, I learned, and that's I why he's the guitarist and I'm the vocalist. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes the sickness works to your favor. <laughs> All that phlegm. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a vocalist, so I should know. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You're like, all right, I'm snotty. Let's do this shit. <laughs> Good take. <laughs> now, we did a couple of takes, actually, when I was sick, too. Oh, mm. no shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Helped out it, actually. Yeah. 
So as for um, so you guys have the single, uh, your guys' single as a lyric video and everything. Yes. Um, do you guys have any uh, EP album or anything planned out for this year? Yeah, um, right now yeah. we're uh, we're planning on we're working on the on our record, a full length record. We've been basically teasing it for the entirety of the time that we've been public. Uh, you know, it's, it's something that I think a lot of people are anticipating uh, on us working and they're constantly asking us questions about it. And, you know, actually really quickly, Brian, our merch is coming out soon just for the uh, for the question you asked. Uh, when is our new merch coming out? It's going to come out very soon. Keep a lookout for it. We got spring and oh, yeah, summer the, coming up. So. By the way, guys, uh, since you're listening to this, they're uh, live right now on their what Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna hear names. Those aren't people that are here. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. We're we're uh, we're shouting out our, our our friends. Thank you to join us. And yeah, go join our our Instagram if uh, if you're listening in. Go follow us. Go follow yeah. us. The oh, Dark yeah. Alamori official. There you go. Turn on his post notifications. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so uh, yeah, just to just to uh, reiterate, we are we're finishing up our record right now, and it's gonna be coming out. We cannot say. We cannot say when it's going to be coming out. You got to finish it first it's to be able uh, to give that release date. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But um, we have a lot of very, very cool things happening for us this year, and you know, just kind of try to try to keep up with us because we're gonna we're gonna be dropping some some cool things. We're gonna be I just cool gotta things. watch you guys live now. Yes, you got to come out. <laughs> you gotta come out. Hopefully soon. Yeah, we uh, we uh, as of right now we don't have anything booked, but as soon as we do, you'll uh, you'll hear from us. So, and damn it, if there's any uh, promoters out there, you guys want to book us after hearing this podcast, hit us up. Shoot us an email. Yeah, shoot us an email at thedarkalamore at gmail dot com. Spam. <laughs> <laughs> damn. So you guys been in the band for three years been public for one year of uh, those three years in august it would be yeah like three years um on instagram it was like when? Like it's been like a year on instagram but live publicly since august last year oh shit we came out live last year yeah huh so it's kind of been in the process for three years so it's just been nothing but rehearsal time rehearsal time rehearsal. writing Recording, music writing plotting Seeming. Getting our production together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are there any music videos? Not lyric videos, music um, videos. Well, yeah, uh, we actually do have a single coming out soon with a music video in the works. Ooh. So yeah, keep a lookout for that. Um, the title track will be called Glass Haven. Okay. Now I know what to look out for. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Again, views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be uh, shooting the uh, video for that, what, in about a few weeks? Yeah, probably in the next couple of weeks. Next couple of weeks. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. So uh, when it comes to shooting your guys' music <coughs> video, who are you guys going to go through to get that done? Well, we have pretty a wide range of contacts. You know, mm-hmm. um, We've done a lot of research. Uh, we've... <laughs> honed in on maybe a solid three um but we haven't really narrowed it down specifically to direct uh directors Mm -hmm. producers um because we are 
going kind of a little big with the production on that one. So okay, that's cool. Um, it's going to take more than just one person. Yeah. So it's going to be like a full team that we need to really think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, um, we do have a couple of people here in the Los Angeles area that we're looking at. Um, I don't want to name names specifically because things can change. Yeah. So um, just depending on scheduling with them and, you know, they're pretty booked too. So it's kind of we have to just schedule the right timing for everything. Have you ever thought of doing it on your own? Yeah, I mean, we've done pretty much everything else on our own. But for something like that, on what we're also trying to do besides just the music video, Mm -hmm. that's kind of one thing that, you know, if we can get the proper help with it, to let us focus on more of the behind the scenes stuff, then I think, <clears throat> why not? Yeah, I think for something like that, that is definitely something we like to outsource for. He is completely correct. There's a lot of things that we do on our own, completely 100% without the help of nobody else besides the four people lined up right here, you know? And uh, for something like uh, that, we're, of the production that we're trying to put out, uh, yeah, it's definitely something like much bigger than I think that any of us could just like handle ourselves. So. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we know where we're confident in our work, <laughs> and we know when we need to, uh, we need to uh, ask for some professional help. So. Yeah. And we're looking for, you know, without being in agreement with that, I feel that when we work with others that we want to incorporate within, like, this company, this entertainment act that we have in the first collection, um, we want to work with people that also is going to increase their repertoire as, as, it, as it is with ours, too. Yeah. You know, both musically and with cinematography. So we do try to strive to push the limits with ourselves, with working with others, as well as within their scope of practice, too. So we do are open to working with anyone. Um, We just like creating a new kind of vision within the process. Dude, that's rad, man. Because I know there's a lot of people that are out there and they have their... uh, you know, everyone has a fucking Sony A7, A6300, A6500, and they're like, I got a 4K video machine right here that I can help you with, but they don't, they lack the vision that you guys want, and it's smart to to go out of your way to find someone that not only represents what you guys want to do, but also is capable to catering what you guys want out of it as well, because I mean, at the end of the day, you guys are investing your hard-earned money into this uh for you guys itself because i mean at the end of the day you know it's like everybody else that we've had uh um nobody has the financial backing to do it and you know there's not some random fucking dude sitting in the chair and like hey dude i got you know a few thousand dollars for you guys go shoot a music video instead you guys are going out of your way to do it for yourselves and and like you were saying, it's not just to increase their repertoire, but also your guys' selves as well, so that you guys can be like, look, this is who we are, this is what we bring to the table, this is uh, this is what we can do, exactly. and this is what they can do as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. We we do understand, you know, the the time and money and like the hard, you know, blood, sweat, tears that goes into it. That's why we feel that with this, you know, group, this entertainment, you know, movement that we're trying to create, like within just whether it be for ourselves or any symbolic meaning that our audience, the listeners, uh, people that are just passing on by, um, we do want it to make a mark, like, you know, in history, you know, it, it is going to be some time where certain greats are, will pass on, yeah. you know, there's going to be times 
you know, is that it, it will be some dark times, you know, when our idols, you know, you know, pass too. You know, what is gon- going to be the next torch, you know, handed to? You know, we're thinking, you know, global, not just local. Yep. You know, Dude, that's, that's a good way to fucking think about it, because honestly, if you're just thinking about what's the next local show, and instead of just being like, you know what? we can do local shows all day every day because you know that's what we want to do anyways but we're also looking for more and you know to be hungry for that shows what you guys want to do because there's a lot of people that we've had that they're just like yeah dude we just want to do local shows and you know that's pretty much just that and uh or if if that if that's what they want to do other people they just want to record their music and then just push that out and that's it right definitely and you know and to and to each their own you know like Mm -hmm. we uh we respect all walks you know this uh this this music thing this music thing is not a competition it is truly just a uh a way to to show your your form of art and for people to appreciate it you know and it truly does come down to what they want individually uh the band members and the band itself and luckily we uh, all found each other and something that is something we want to take very uh serious very very seriously and and um you know, I'm I'm extremely fortunate to have found these uh this group of people right here. You know, because they're they're a hardworking team. I couldn't ask for anything else. You know, and uh, yeah, we uh we get it rocking. <laughs> so, how did you guys meet? Wow, that's a, story. That's a, that's a big story. <laughs> we have the. You want to start it off, yeah. Manny? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, we've all played in many many bands over the years. Um. And and we've uh, we've all known of each other. We've all known of each other. Um, I played in a band from the different bands. From the different band, we've just played shows with each other and kind of seen each other like from here and there, and maybe see each other at a party or a kickback or something like that, oh. you know. And I play I played in a band called Silence the Carnage. I was in a I was a drummer for that band for quite some years. Uh, I know that Jacob um, was in a band with Whispers. I'm not sure if Josh also played in that group. Uh, I was in that group. Uh, funny story: there was the bassist was a tracking day within the studio, and the bass player, you know, not really a professional. I didn't name any names, but he was pretty unprofessional. Um, didn't want to go. Uh, I do play bass. I was there, and I'm like, I could track him. He's like, you know what? You know, you track him, then I quit. So by default, like, I was, because there <laughs> he was kind of just in the group. Yeah. So, so he, down, I'm like, yeah. all right. So I had to track it, and then. You know, because I had to learn the songs on the spot, just played some shows. But um, no, I was I never really considered myself like a full time member. It was more um, just like a fill in. Um, that's for nah. the groups that I played in to have the pleasure to getting along with Manny and getting to know him. I uh, played in a band called So This Is Suffering um, mm. when I was like 16. Just came down on board after that. Holy shit, that's where I remember you from. Right. Holy yeah. shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I played in that band. And then I played in Facer Maker for a cool minute. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. And uh, and then Quinn uh, was a vocalist to a band uh, called Ale and a bassist to a band called Destitute. Yeah. All of these bands, I think, you know, did a a decent job in the scene, but they all kind of did not fulfill something that is that was what we were going for. And so eventually we, you know, we did our time in our in our groups and. I think really what happened is um, me and Josh were exchanging messages, kind of like like I knew of him. I didn't know him personally. We weren't friends. We weren't like hanging out all the time or anything like that. But I knew of him. Uh, we were two deathcore kids. 
uh, also playing in the ska scene. So like we, <laughs> no fucking way. Absolutely. And and real, I real quick, real yes. quick, what bands? Okay, so I I, I started in a band called Cannabiscuits. Uh-huh. I was a trumpet player for for that group. Uh, you were a bassist for a band called Black. It was called like Black and White. It was short lived. Yeah. Um, and then I moved <coughs> to I'm an Empire, but prior to moving over here, a couple months. I joined a group uh, called Los Cadejos, and I played, I think I actually Bro, played here. Bro, you played here? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, that's This place actually looks really familiar. <laughs> I was oh, like, wow. That's where I fucking remember you from. Yeah, you played here. Yeah, so, so <laughs> he Before was... Before uh, you were like, I think I played here. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he, he was in a band called Los Cadejos, and we had exchanged messages a couple times. I had left, I had just left my band, uh, Sign of the Carnage, mm-hmm. and he knew that I played trumpet, so we joined forces, and we did that group for uh, quite some time, had a lot of fun, and whilst us hanging out and becoming good friends these two are brothers by the way oh yeah are you guys brothers yeah. oh no way holy shit uh, nice I don't, to meet you I don't uh, see it you don't see that I noticed that Jacob had put something in his bio the dark alamori and I like immediately was like what is that what in the world is that that sounds so interesting and I didn't know what it was how to pronounce it either I was definitely like uh the dark alamori like yeah, whatever yeah, yeah see yeah. see <laughs> and I, uh, I messaged him, and he was just like, you know, this is something that I, I kind of want to start, and I'm not sure how to go about it. I think he originally wanted to do it as like an internet group, and uh, just kind of through messaging back and forth, we eventually all met up and uh, started talking business. Yeah, started uh, started writing some music, and it seemed to fit. It seemed to work. So it was uh, it's working all well. Dude, that's fucking rad. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. You played here mm-hmm. that night that he showed up mm-hmm. randomly, and that was like the first time oh, I'd seriously? seen him in fucking years. Wow. Wait, yeah. really? Holy yeah, that, shit, that the stars align. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> that fucking party, dude. Uh, I don't know. You might have seen uh, some big dudes fucking going around with a camera and shit. There was a lot of big dudes. There was a lot of big dudes that day. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of big dudes I think I'm correct. Like, there was a music video shoot, right? Yeah, with like, Get On Fire. Yeah, oh, then, wow. yeah, they're actually friends too, and their drummer at the time was also in Throne of Tyranny too. Yeah, and then uh, I think he filled in for Los Cadejos a few times as well. A couple times. Yeah, uh, Alex, shout out to Alex. Wait, what the? From uh, Throne of Tyranny. I, d- I don't like how it all fits somehow. Mm. Everything is a fucking puzzle strange. piece of mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah truly. It, it's a small world. Really I don't like that because <laughs> he, he showed me uh, his brother and his friend's video, and I'm like, "Dude, is that my backyard? Yeah, that's my backyard! Holy shit!" When uh, they were recording that, I came with my brother and stuff, and I saw him here, and I'm like, "Oh shit! What what are you doing here?" And he's like, "Oh, it's my house." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Every time, if I remember correctly, we're having uh, well, besides the 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 music video shoot. We were also having some other type of fucking. I think it was like a birthday party or some shit. I can't I think, remember. I think there was. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. All I remember is just beer. Yeah, your <laughs> party. Beer. <laughs> you fucking. Well, I mean, now it's I'm fucking old. Now I like hard seltzers and mm. shit. <laughs> fucking weirdo, uh, dude. I'm just trying to get hydrated and get drunk at the same time. Fuck. I like cocktails and little fruity drinks, and same. I get. I get. I get it. It's just like stone beers. I mean, I, 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 I like IPAs. I, I can do IPAs. My But like my preferred fucking drink is anything that's fucking fruity. 
And I, I call I call them white girl fucking you know, drinks. Exactly. Okay. And I call let's getting see, white girl wasted. Let's see you That's say right. that That's once right. you have white diabetes. Girl That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, fuck that. If you know what I mean. Because ah oh, fuck man, but it, it's just. That's fucking funny though. That's crazy how like everything linked up the way it did, because uh, when he had showed me that video, I was just like, okay, I mean that that's really good quality, but that's my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, it was so fucking weird. <laughs> Wait, so I was there when he was there? Yeah. Uh, fuck, who played that? I, I didn't have hair then though. <laughs> it was uh, the Get On Fire recorded their video. Los Calejos played. Uh, I forgot who. Uh, like two, like uh, another band or two played. And then after that, it was just like everybody was just smoking and drinking. And uh, we, we, they had like a DJ, um, which is uh, Mr. Rios. Shout out to Daniel Rios. He uh, does a uh, fucking... Uh, Wiki Wiki. Oh, no, he, he does, he does a <laughs> first generation ska and reggae. Like, pretty much, like, all the shit that started popping up in the UK and everything. Ooh. And he was playing uh, what he was playing that night, and we had gotten, uh, like, the cops were knocking at the door and shit. And I went out to the front. A total And I was, like, I was like, hey, is there a problem, officer? <laughs> and he was just like, nah, man, I mean, everything seems pretty chill. Um, I like your guys' music you guys are playing tonight. It's, it's, it's really mm. rad. I was like, oh, thank you, thank you, officer. Uh, what did you guys do tonight? Oh, we just had a music video shoot, and uh, it's a birthday party, so we're just relaxing drinking and stuff and he was just like okay uh i don't see that many cars out so i'm assuming everybody's doing uber right yes sir all right cool you guys have a nice night just keep it down you guys are fine I'm as like, it should be yeah. hell so, yeah exactly yeah, yeah that that yeah. night uh was pretty fucking chill nice. uh, compared to other fucking nights that we've had that were completely just belligerent and yeah. fucked up yeah and that's <laughs> that, that's why like i felt like i had to like quit like that band like everything the only reason why like I felt that I wanted to play because at the time I wasn't in any like band. I didn't have any of my gear and then moving to like Inland Empire. I just really just wanted to play music. I am a musician. That's what we all want to do. Yeah. And it just felt I'm like, okay, this is like the genre that's like, you know, I guess here, you know, right now. Yeah. And um, my girlfriend actually like introduced me to like the genres and like the bands like over here and helped me out like, you know, get involved like within like the scene to get to know just because she realized I wanted to play. But um, everything, yeah, it's very supportive. Um, thank you for watching. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> 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 yeah, but no, I mean, I just really like the music. Um, as for like shows, it was just I didn't like it because it was no professional like professionalism there. And that's what yeah. these guys are so all about. It, it was too. It, basically high school fucking. Yeah. Making a band, kind party, of party hard, yeah, have a good time. And that's exactly why I'm like really grateful to be in this band because me and him growing up have always like been playing. You probably heard of like the band Sands of Oblivion. We played together too and that really early on into our music career. Yeah. So our roots back. go way back, you know, and being involved within. And I felt that it was just kind of, call it fate, call it a symbolic life meaning or something. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like in our eyes, like, I mean, we're not like huge or anything, but, you know, in our eyes, it's it's like a super group. Like mm-hmm. we come yeah. together, we've been in multiple bands, you know. I've been in two bands myself. They've been in, you know, multiple, countless bands, yeah. different scenes and stuff. So, I mean, yeah. for us to come together and create what we've been creating, you know, it's a super group. That's 
fucking rad, dude. Because it, it it takes a lot of talent to go from one genre to another, mm-hmm. but not just it, the transitioning of going from one scene to another. It's kind of like it, it in a way it's kind of like a fucking shell shock because you're going dressed the way that you're normally dressed, and then you show up to this fucking scene, and everyone's just looking at you like. Who the fuck are you? That's precisely what it was. Truly. I would have like all my gear coming into it and never them never seeing an E by ten before or an Axe Effects or something like mm-hmm. and you have an Axe Effects. Like, we use Axe Effects, so oh. shout out to Axe Effects, you know, if you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> Fractal <laughs> Audio. Fractal Audio, uh, Orange, Mesa, Spectre, Spectre is You do the Mesa, right? Yeah, we do Mesa, exactly. Mesa and Orange. Yeah, Mesa and Orange, uh, Orange for the guitars, and we got a Mesa for the Mesa boogie for the fucking bass. Yes, sir. Yeah. Bring that Holy heavy. Shit, yeah. that's <laughs> loud. My God, we got a lot of analog running through those things. And shout out to Jeez. Sennheiser for the vocals. There you go. <laughs> shit, we need to get some fucking Sennheiser fucking earphones, dude, or uh, yeah. headphones. I want some sure SM7Bs for the mics. We That's actually uh, use those on the record. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. shit. They're ideal, man. SM7Bs. Yeah. They're workhorses. They it, work. It's, like it's so weird that standard. they're d- dynamic mics. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I could have sworn they're like condensers and shit. You know, it's just they're tried and true, you know, and uh-huh. and and you really can't go wrong with them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's uh, The thing that I've heard about um, Sure is also... Even though it's a dynamic mic, you can still run it on Phantom. Yes, you can. And it won't yeah. get messed up. Right. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. See, the scene that That's we're cool. in, we we uh, cup the mic and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and any hard peas, we got to fucking cover that shit. Yeah, but yeah. Um, That's it, why it, every time we say, like, peas, we'll yeah, turn. Yeah, we got to fucking turn real quick. It's not that we have a tick or anything. But, dude, SM7Bs, they fucking put in work, and it's like, even if you're just talking into the fucking mic, if you're fucking recording uh, something through your amp or anything, dude, it fucking sounds good. Well, the SM7Bs are usually used for vocals. Uh, everything else is a uh, uh, SM7s, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. SM7Bs are pretty much like the industry standard for when it comes to vocals. I just like how they capture sound yeah. and cuz it's a dynamic mic, you don't get room sound. Yeah. Like right now I'm hearing a bunch of fucking echo. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm just waiting for the sugar mom to hit that deposit so I can go buy, <laughs> fucking buy one. Ah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've we had it for a couple of years now. It's still working like we just got out of the box. Dude, that's fucking good. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an investment, but it's like one of those investments that's just long lasting. Oh yeah, and once you know that the band that you're in is actually committed to um, doing what's necessary to succeed, Mm -hmm. then for sure throw in that investment. Yeah, I I don't see a problem with that. You want to succeed, you're gonna spend money. Oh hell yeah, yeah. you're You're investing in yourself. That That is the truth. Yeah. Dude, me not even expecting to do fucking podcasts. I spent a shitload of money on mics. Fucking, I have half stacks at my brother's house, mm-hmm. drums and all that shit. Because I was expecting to be a fucking musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I ended up doing podcasting. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I already have the equipment. Might as well. That's right, yeah. And yeah. now I'm getting fucking bands and shit. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I never thought it would get to this point to where... 
because um, what I wanted to do was uh, interview like local bands and all that, uh, and then eventually get bigger bands, you know, mainstream bands and all that, just to show a difference in what the mainstream bands are like compared to local bands. <laughs> yeah, no, right. yeah, and you are right. You are correct about that. Yeah. Um, recently, uh, we, I don't know if you've heard of, um, A War Within. I've seen the, I've, I've heard, heard the name. name. Yeah, uh, heard the name. we interviewed, uh, Spencer, the vocalist. Mm. Also, uh, songwriter, uh, Car Vegan. They Car Vegan. He, he's pretty much the main, uh, he's pretty much the heart and soul of the band itself. Like, he lets drums do their thing, but when it comes to the guitar and everything, and also the bass tracks, he's the one that writes all those. Mm. Right. And uh, when he told us that, I was like, holy fuck, dude, that's fucking... Oh, yeah, that's uh, apparently, he was a bassist at one point, and then the guitarist, now the vocals. And to see the difference in, like, for you guys, you guys just met, he uh, were within Lost Members, or like a three-piece now or some shit? Three-piece and a Mac. Pro. Yeah, a, a uh, Mac. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wait, well, a he, MacBook he, Pro. Yeah, no. he's a pro at what he does. Uh, His name's yeah. Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pro at what he does. N- never late, never misses time, always perfect. There you go. But it, it never chips in for gas, though. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy, though, to, uh, to see bands like that do what they do. And... You know, it's become a more recent thing where bands are just saying, fuck it. If we don't have this member, we'll just fill it in with uh, a it, bass track or a guitar track. Oh, dude, and I computer. fucking love that shit because I've seen bands that break up because there isn't a member. Shit, my band, uh, uh, we had a band called Unsteady Grounds. And because we lost a drummer, uh, my bass is like, nah, I don't want to do shit anymore. And I'm like, but This will got the big why? sad. <laughs> yeah. The, the big sad. Which well, is one thing that everyone learns when they're in a band. Um, if you lose a member, you get kicked out. You move the fuck on. If you're really about it, you fucking keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we were actually, what, a five-piece? Yeah. Right? Uh, Manny's brother, uh, the drummer, he was... Uh, he was the second guitar player uh, at one point in the early stages and um you know things didn't work out and now we we are a four-piece and we have the uh we have the backing guitars how did that conversation go (laughs) it it almost kind of didn't go it kind of just it kind of just happened well real quick i shout out to uh joseph yeah shout out out joey man Love, love you, brother. Love you, bro. Like, yeah, everything's, everything's <coughs> great now. Everything's, like, good blood and stuff like that. But it was definitely a, an interesting time to, to see it. Uh, Every time you guys would walk by each other's room just fucking throwing shit at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a pillow fight every night. So it was, uh, it was quite intense. But, no, and you're absolutely right. It was something that we had to discuss as a group. And we, you know, we decided, you know, we want to keep on we want to keep on doing this, you know. He, uh... He was there, uh, kind of helping us write some write some tracks and stuff like that. Right, at the, right in the beginning, and and it was literally right at the beginning. So, so why why did he get kicked out? Uh, well, he, was it kicked out? Or no, no, no. He uh, he decided to step down. Oh. It was it was. Let's just say it's uh, lifestyle differences, lifestyle, ah. lifestyle change, you know. But uh, since the, since that time, we've uh, we've all gotten together and we're very we're very good friends now. And he's very supportive, you know. So. Uh, 
shout out to Joey. You know, we love you, dude. Hell yeah, man. Love you, bro. Straight up. <laughs> Damn, that's a poor dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shit, at least he didn't get kicked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least he get kicked out with a you know written letter and everything. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucked up. Just pin that <laughs> fucking door. <laughs> a text. Yeah, um, leave like, your stuff at the door. Clear your desk. <laughs> leave your name tag. <laughs> oh, I've gotten so many of those letters. <laughs> you are evicted. Yeah. Fuck. I got that once. Oh, I did too. <laughs> But I made it happen. I made it work somehow. <laughs> oh shit, dude! So we, we've uh, we we talked about what you guys have planned for uh, eventual LP. Um, also, uh, what you guys want to do with the music video and everything. Um, we've gone over the shows. So pretty much, what we have left over to talk about is. Uh, so what do you guys have planned when it comes to, like, if you guys were to get that bombshell, someone comes up to you guys like, hey, dude, um, we like what you guys do. We know you guys don't have much in terms of uh, physical records, but we know you guys can play a shit ton. Um, would you guys want to hop on tour with us? At that point, because of uh, everything that's doing, well, that's going on, what would your main answer be for that? Well, I mean, we did... Our debut was at Hellscape last year, mm-hmm. yeah. so shout out to that. Um, and shout out to everyone that was on that show. Uh, yes. LSF, Legend Shall Fall was on that, the brothers. Oh, shit. Iron yeah. Rule, yeah. shout out you guys. Murdy and Parkway, shout out to them. He Films yeah. the Clouds. Shout out to them. Venata, thank you guys for coming out. That was Black super Market dope. Black Market Drugs. Black Market Drugs. Yeah, that's drop. actually my uh, These my are all the band. people that have to be on oh, the no podcast. No shit. Yeah. 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 Iron yeah. Rule. Yeah, we'll send you links. Um, we'll send you links, totally. <laughs> you got to get them on all the bands, you know. You got to get them on here. I, I want to be able to get to the point where it's like I ran out of people to interview and then have bands back again. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, where are you now? Oh, yeah. very quickly, casket drop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out you guys as well. Thanks Thank for coming you. out. That was super dope. Oh, so actually, casket drop, the guitars for casket drop, he was at that show in Anaheim. I did not fucking know that. Oh, dude. I mean, Casket Drop, they're absolutely killer. You gotta, if you guys haven't had them over here yet, you guys got to get, get them over here. They're ah. stomping out the game right now. Dude, fucking, his fucking kicks are crazy. Mm. <laughs> True. True. They, they, they're, they're, a, they're a nutty band. Nutty band. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, it's so, I, I've mentioned this before in previous episodes. It's so weird, like, the way that band's playing stuff and then the way each band member's personality is mm. it's so fucking weird to me like I wouldn't expect you to have the voice you have oh. or act how you act <laughs> and it's like wh- how why be angry <laughs> <laughs> we uh Him, we it makes stage. sense <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's all uh, stage vibe right? mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's fucking crazy but to answer your question though um at Hellscape, there were important people that were actually there. Mm-hmm. So they talked to us after the our performance. You know, we headlined. So that was kind of like the ball drop. You know, and with that being said, it's not like a whole tour package thing. Like, oh, like, are you guys ready? Yeah, like, it's more like here's <coughs> five, four dates, and do you think you guys No, it's on? not even a package tour. Yeah. It's, it's more... Along the lines of management, oh okay, more of the business side. 
mm-hmm. rather than the per, the live side. So mm-hmm. a lot of people there were in the shadows so watching pretty, everyone. So, dude, that's pretty rad, though, I mean, to have someone uh, actually see the potential within you guys. Yeah. Uh, because honestly, fuck, dude, like anybody can say they're a manager. Right. But if you talk to somebody that's had, you know, fucking rosters of bands behind them, and they tell you guys, like, hey, I like what you guys are doing. Uh, I understand you guys are fresh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fresh to the scene. You guys have been doing it behind the scenes for so long. Um, dude, that that shows a lot of what you guys are bringing to the table right. in terms of just quality. No, yeah, and the fact that, you know, he's not even affiliated with the metal scene at all. Mm-hmm. It's not even what you think it is it's <coughs> something way out of the box that we're kind of just shooting for because we've been in this for a long time we know how things run and why keep doing the recycling method you yeah. know be out of the box you know one thing that i know that we're all striving for with this group is that it's not just some band like we're just trying to create a new legacy yeah, no. within, within this industry, it's very saturated. And within saturation, it's very wet and it's very, it could rip through. And if we feel a lot of these bands have like been constantly recycled, you know, and we strive to be something that is like very immortal, something that almost like pretty much like blood and water, you know, it disperses and it probably infects like everything else and it changes the color. We're trying to, you know, change everything. You know, the dark Alamore you know, is the new rain and ambient death is going to keep raining. And that is why we, our fates aligned. You know, this is the main reason why. You know, there's a reason why, we, you know, we were all in bands and we all recognized each other. You know, there's a reason why we all, like, feel the same way. Being professional, really showing that it's not just a character on stage, but it is something more than that. And it could be something probably even a lifestyle one day to some all the blood sweat and tears you know like that we through all of our bands you know throughout the years you know it's it's just it's all come down to this for each one of us it's it's this band the dark alamore we're gonna give it our all and we're gonna push and thrive as much as we possibly can to you know be be the best that we can you know, and have a good time doing it. Something that we discussed as a group when we first got together and kind of sat down is how we want to approach um, approach the scene and approach the industry. Um, something that I'm sure that all of us have uh, have experienced in our past groups, you know, was something like you know, like pay to play and and doing these these uh, quote unquote high end promotional shows that are not very invested in mm-hmm. and uh i i personally think that a lot of a lot of the shows that have on that have been happening in the past like two or three years they don't uh, they don't cater to bands they don't cater to musicians and we want to attack the industry and kind of turn it on its head by allowing ourselves to bring the production to to the stage uh, we're owning it. We're owning what we need to bring uh, as far as like a very good, very great live production and give something to the audience something very interesting to watch and listen to. Uh, 
and a full-blown experience that is not just a show, a metal show that for you to go out to. It is something much bigger than that. And that's something that we kind of all have agreed on and it's something that we are striving for every every performance that we have, every interview that we go to, every little event that we go pop up our, our shop at and sell merch. Totally. Yeah, man. I mean, we, uh, we're a very small band at the moment, you know, but we, we bring a fucking package, you know, we, we bring lights, automated lights, we bring uh, automated fog machines, we, we got props on stage, you know, oh, we got a, a long set, you know, we're, we're really going for it. So, I mean, anybody out there that wants to come check us out, check us out or any promoters out there want to book us, you know, book us, hit us, hit us up on uh, our email. The Dark Alamore at gmail.com. Give us a stage and uh, we'll rock your house. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> I need to go watch it. Yeah, Hellscape was was a good one. Hellscape, yes. Hellscape was fantastic. Oh. It was our actually our debut publicly. And uh, we good. You know, invited all of our friends, all of our friends' bands, and... Uh, how many people came out? You think like two fifty, three hundred people? Just under three hundred people. Just under three hundred in a backyard. And Holy I mean, shit! shit. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot yeah. of people. Nine bands, two stages, professional sound on both stages. It was Holy one hell of a shit. night. That's for damn sure. It damn, what fucking yeah. city allowed this shit? <laughs> it was hosted in uh, Marino Valley, right? Oh, that totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally makes sense. Open. That's rad, though. And uh, we're looking to do number two, hopefully, within this year, uh, in the summer. Like, sure. see if you can get in on seventeen twenty. Where? Oh, dude, we we are very we are trying very hard to get into the seventeen. Do they they have a pretty good uh, product uh, production and shit? Oh, very yes. much so. Yeah. Their yes. lights are fucking crazy. Anybody out there that knows uh, any booking agents at seventeen twenty, please hit us up <coughs> on. Uh, on our on our Instagram or our email, you know. Send them our way. Send them our way, man. We're we're ready to rock that stage. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. I'll that find, be, I, I'll find out some fucking agents. So many. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to be able to see you guys on, on a pretty big fucking stage too. You know, one thing that I I noticed with like Hellscape, you know. Behind the scenes, because we know what we're doing, and you know, the world doesn't know what we're doing, and we kind of, we kind of make all this hidden for a reason. So when it comes to the next stages of this group, you know it's going to keep growing and get bigger and bigger. Yeah, you know, we strive to definitely play festivals uh, mainly in Europe. So Mayhem, Gam Rockin', Swedish Festival, Sweden Rock sure. Festival, Find the Mountain, Wyoming, anything that's well, that's outside. where it's more famous yeah everything it's actually As government metal it's, it's government funded mm. <coughs> oh, sure. the government funds I think the it's festival in Finland out there. too they have fucking churches that it's, play metal yeah, and all Finland, that shit Norway yeah got a lot of Nor- Norwegian fans oh hell yeah that, that, that completely makes sense yeah fucking let's see if we can get you guys some plane tickets out there <laughs> just go out there well, start <laughs> shit actually our producer is located in Sweden and oh, so shit. we kind of have some inside contact with him. Shout out to uh, Impact Studios, by the way. Buster yeah. Oldham. James, love you guys. Yeah, Ask him if he can uh, find me a cheap Volvo out there. 
<laughs> I think old, he drives one. Old rural drive something. <laughs> I miss my piece of shit. Right hand. Yeah, just oh no, there's theirs are all left hand drive. Oh shit. Um, that is because left of safety hand. reasons where they live, um, everything's all mountainous and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, pretty much, they pushed everything to what we had a standard. Oh, okay. So because of that, when you come in through a turn on a mountain, you no longer going through the blind side. I see. So okay. when you turn, you can see somebody coming, and you know fucking shit your pants when you're <laughs> and um, they pretty much made a standard in their part of Europe so pretty much them Germany and a few other fucking people they're all left hand drive if you ever see right hand drive it's usually the UK France fucking uh, and uh, whatever the shit region that they're in Italy and all that crap nice um, but for the most part they're all left hand drive yeah, so that's why we're gonna hire a driver mm. oh yeah dude definitely cause you don't wanna fucking drive out there it's yeah, scarier no. than a motherfucker Okay. Yeah. Well, we we have employees already and working under us you know we employed a couple of close people that we want to bring in um, that we know that they can learn the ropes on what we're striving for you know and they're honestly excited because cool, just from what our vision is like it's going to get bigger and bigger so they want to know more they want to know how the technology works they want to learn <coughs> I guess the behind the scenes portion of what goes on, you know, with a group shooting for the stars, you know? Um, so when it comes to over there, like overseas, that's what we're shooting for. And we need the proper team for that. Yeah, Cause right now, yeah, we have a couple employees, but I know we still need a lot more. Especially for the production. Yeah. yeah. We, we have yet to find a venue we played four shows in 2019. The first one was in August, so we just kind of trickled in. Yeah, we trickled in the last couple in the in the last couple months of the year, and there has not been a single venue besides the show at Hellscape that could handle well, our entire production. Yeah, we've had to size down exactly at every show that we played after. Yeah, we start to Jeez. not compensate or compromise uh, like with it. We want to deliver our audience with what they want to see, with, you know, with what they pay for it. <laughs> You know, paying owed to them pretty much because they go out of their way to go to th- and check out these bands, you know, and really at least get into it, you know, with the new band. Um, you know, venues we start to play are like, you know, House of Blues, Fox Theater, you know, even bigger, hopefully one day, Staples Center, Citizen Bank Arena. That's, that's what we want to do. It's possible. Yeah, very oh, possible. Yeah. You're a band with a fucking vision, dude. And that's, that's good because, you know, like I was saying earlier, a lot of bands just strive to do what they can. And, you know, a lot of times it's like I was saying before, it's like, oh, well, I just want to record my music and then just post it on the Internet or I just want to play a small local show and that's it. Um, Or even just do an open mic or some shit. And I'm just like, dude, like you guys can do more than this. Like another thing that's kind of partaking into that is that this industry pretty much like belittles these groups, you know, they're like, yeah, you're just another group. Well, yep. okay, well, I'm going to prove to you that I'm not just some other group, mm-hmm. you know? And that's kind of the shady thing about, like, this whole industry. You know, that's why we're kind of like, now, you know what? We're going to take over this thing. We're doing it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> that's and why I mentioned kind of, legacy. It's a cutthroat industry, totally, you know? Um, there's so many metal bands out there that are oh, yeah. trying to do what, what we do and 
trying to. Yeah, but the difference is the that you guys are doing it. So. They're trying it while you are doing it. Oh, yeah. There, there you go. Well, Without being said. <laughs> you know, we're, like, we're trying. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not trying to belittle the bands that, you know, they, they can't write, but they can cover some fucking shit. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's still talent, dude. It, but at the end of the day, like, they just don't have the same drive and the same energy that you guys have that you guys want to bring to the fucking table. Because all, if all you can do is be like, well, uh, uh, I can cover that old 80s metal song, and then I can, you know, cover that and a few other fucking songs. Yeah, man, totally. And then that's like, our set list. It's, it's hard. There's a lot of venues out there, really, really <coughs> good venues out there, but they only book, like, uh, cover bands yep. and stuff, not original bands. And yep. I'm like, dude, like, be- because give they, us the stage. My band fucking will rip this shit up, you know? Like, and and it sucks because it's like they know what they want, Right. And they know damn well that who's going to come to the fucking bar or who's right. going to come to this venue. Uh, I it's, it's, Yeah, it's going to be a bunch of dudes that grew up in the 80s and they're already in their late 50s and shit. It's, and they they just want to chill, listen to some music that they grew up with and get drunk. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, versus you guys where you're just trying to bring the fucking mayhem to the right. table and you're just like, dude, we want everyone to participate. We want everyone to have fucking fun. Like, get the fuck up. But... Unfortunately, you know, like I was saying before, it, it's this whole notion of we'd rather have a band <coughs> that can cover these five to eight fucking old eighty songs, yeah, you know, mid nineties. I hate that. And, I know. totally understand that. I mean, it's it's also like what you can draw. You know, it's that's what it. These days, it's bottom line what you can draw. You know, um, people wise, yeah. uh, how many tickets you can fucking sell. How many people you can bring into the bar to sell drinks? Well, that that, that makes sense you because know. the venue needs to make some sort of money of to course. be able to stay open. Of and course, stuff. yes, I understand that. But, <laughs> but at the same but time, once they like start doing it to where it's just pushing to just make the money, then it's like, oh, dude, it's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. there yeah, used to man. be a sense of camaraderie amongst promoters and bands. Now it just seems like it's just bands there you know, to see the bands, and they're just there and really. Sucks that even in local scenes and other genres are just yeah. starting to die out. A lot of things are becoming more of a technology. Yeah. yeah, it's a great, it's a great segue, Josh. Like I was about to say, I, I would encourage any band that that makes original music and tries to do something to stand out, stand your ground, stick to your guns. Okay, you need to understand that your music is something to be heard and appreciated amongst your listeners. Your path is going to be difficult. For sure. You're gonna spend in. money. You're gonna hit hardships. However, you, you do need to keep going if that is your vision. You do need to have that solid foundation. That solid foundation to progress daily and your team. With that being said, you know, being that in this industry and this, I guess, this genre of metal, you know, is very oversaturated. It's very wet. You know, hmm. one thing that you need to do to pretty much stand out is you need to be something fresh and original see that that's where it becomes difficult because that technically nowadays there's no such thing as fresh and original because mm-hmm. everyone sounds like someone else yeah there's there's or this the similarities riff, yeah this riff sounds like somebody else right like somebody else did this drum this drum pattern sounds i'm like claiming this breakdown fucking, yeah people <laughs> yeah. fucking nitpick for the dumbest shit and i'm just like look dude listen to the fucking song Listen to the lyrics. And then talk to me. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because if you're just comparing a note for a note, <laughs> that ain't shit. Yeah. Because you can have two songs that sound similar with two different fucking meanings. 100%. Right. Two different vibes. It gives off different 
different feels and stuff and and people can re- uh, re- uh, receive them differently exactly you know? and another band can execute it better you know yeah. and 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 can can truly make or break uh, either one of those bands and then I mean me and this dude Manny we work together you know and we work like side by side together and all day we listen to metal and shit and uh, there'll be a band that we like or there'll be a band that I've never heard of and shit and we'll listen to it or he'll be like yo listen to this shit and then it's, it literally comes down to the mix right half like, the time dude the, the, the material is fire you know the material is fucking on point perfect heavy then, aggressive heavy aggressive catchy you know like that's what I really really listen to is or listen for is catchiness like things that'll make me remember that tune you know or that band and but if the dude, mix isn't good enough yeah if the mix isn't good enough dude like, I, it's like I understand. the production just doesn't doesn't tickle yeah. my fancy just the right way but yeah, don't get me wrong don't get me wrong or us like we'll still listen to it I I love uh, raw Some raw mixes uh, yeah. raw mixes uh, you know not very good mixes like one mic recording I don't, know, I don't know the recording processes, but yeah, yeah. Like, Someone might have recorded on a fucking Nokia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the center of the room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, no, no, definitely. But I mean, it's kind of crappy and shit. It, it, you know, it's nothing to knock them down for what they do. It's just, you know, it's what they can do with what they have. Mm-hmm. And as long as they're trying, I mean fucking they're trying but if it's a fucking band that's like been there been out there and been doing shit and you're just like this could have been better guys yeah like, right what the fuck right. like come on dude like they got all that backing behind mm-hmm. them like oh. and you're just like i don't know what the fuck happened or why you guys just that's, ran through it right. See, sometimes I, I when it's bigger bands i tend to believe that it's the producer's fault Rushing through yeah. it or Just whatever it is, because yeah. uh, it's, it's always deadline, deadline, deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it, it, they never think, oh, try one more take, I, even though that last take was good. They're like, okay, that's fine. Instead of being like, nah, try one more. Let's see what this one does. And then a few years later, they do a fucking remaster, and you're just like, yes! They're like, there it is. <laughs> you could have done that the first time. Like, <laughs> right? Like, when, what, an extra fucking uh, three hours can fix a song. He's going to do a wizard. All right, guys, we're back from a little break that we took. We didn't let you guys know that we were going to take a break, but it's fine. All right, so how, how are we going to end this off? Hmm. Crazy story. What's the, what's the crazy shit that happened to you guys during the show? Or well, uh, Hellscape was pretty nuts, right? Hellscape I mean, was fun. It was a it was a good turnout. We felt that it had to do with like promotion being owed to a lot of the bands, like on their doing like the promotion on their separate pages. Uh, I think the week or two weeks prior, we went to Knotfest. Uh, and you know we did some hard physical promotion out there in the sun. Really. Oh, so you just went to not fit? We you did. didn't perform. We, uh, yeah. we didn't perform. We oh, did okay. go out there. We set up our tent, our table. We sold some merch there too. You know, a lot of people even during the um, the rest of the night, we saw like spotted some shirts of ours. You know, popping. Yeah, out. people. We sold a lot of merch actually, we and we didn't out. even play a show yeah. yet. So that's that was very cool. All that. And we were get, dishing out shots, you know what I mean? Yeah. Head, head banging with people. We, had, we had Jaeger on deck. <laughs> oh, gosh. Shout out to Jaeger. So. No, Shout please. out to Jaeger. Fucking Wait. sponsor us, please. How the f- How? 
How do you drink that <laughs> sweet fucking? Oh, delicious. oh, that's that's uh, you, TDA's drink of you choice. You gotta get the vanilla one. Yeah, we put like at least four of their employees' kids through college. Yeah, just, <laughs> straight up, it's a lot of Jägermeister <laughs> going through our veins. That's just him. Dude, I'm tasting the diabetes in my mouth right now just thinking about it. Holy shit. The fuck Black licorice. Like Come on, guys. Natural, let's sing it. Natural the whole sugar. anthem. Let's go. The black sheep from Germany. Black sheep. It's those blood. Black shit. Sponsor us. Oh, oh that that suck if they fucking uh, send us a sponsorship deal. <laughs> listening to you Sponsor guys. Sponsor everybody podcast. I'm just having flashbacks to the time I performed with fucking uh, uh, fuck. What's his name? Uh, fuck. His joke was about Jaeger. Fuck. I always forget. His name, name doesn't matter. No, 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 he, was, he was like, he was like, yeah, dude. Me and my best friend, fucking Jaeger. We just get fucked up, dude. Key point, I don't remember anything, but Jaeger. Yeah, Jaeger. Cream soda and Jaeger is the drink. Is the drink. You guys need to try it. Also Monster. I've I've never done Jaeger with cream soda. Mostly because of the whole cream soda shit. I get it. Anything that's soda, I don't drink anything but Coke. There's only shit. Oh, oh, he won't even drink this bullshit. (laughs) There's like a fucking North Carolina Coke. (laughs) All I drink is at the most maybe of... An occasional sprite. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest he's, one. He's That's the, the, he's the DD of the band, actually. He's a drunk driver of the band? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, there you go. The designated <laughs> drunk driver. <laughs> the designated <laughs> drunk driver. Yeah. I took two shots, I'm good. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens when this album's done. Straight up. <laughs> How stressed are you going to be? <laughs> I'm letting it all out. I'm, oh, pro- I'm probably going to fight someone. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm shit. just kidding. You know, uh, as as far as the craziest thing that's happened to us, I can't think of like in a super intense experience that we've had during a show because we've only played a handful and they've all gone very very well. You know, like they. Oh yeah, but there's always that shit that happens outside after the show uh, and stuff. We all almost died in a car crash. Yeah, multiple times. Multiple times. Wait, what about the gear? Is the gear alright? No, no, it's fine. Oh, okay. Most All important right. thing. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> that costs money. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the members. Cannot afford <laughs> it to break worry about the gear. <laughs> well, actually, there were two car accidents. Yeah. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> one had bass and guitar in the car. Fuck. Yeah. The other so, one uh, Josh right here, he yeah. flipped his car. Yeah, I flipped my car. Did you guys crash into each other or something? No, it was separate occasions. Separate occasions. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. mine, I it was like, when was it? Two March. Years ago? St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Um, we had rehearsal. At my just, place? Yeah, at his place. And, you know, I was going there, and it was a really long day. We all worked and everything, but we had it already planned um, at the time. We just, like, we're trying to move it, like, gear around, and, you know, in each other's spots. Finally go, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm tired. I'm going to head out. So I'm headed out around, like, 11.40 like, p.m., um, like I was driving from like in Riverside, you know, just driving and uh, like I don't really remember anything. I just remember like a big sound and then airborne and heavy rotation of like just speed and like a lot of like crashing oh, glass and finally just like everything stopped. But at the in some moment during the accident, something just like told me that I was going to be like fine. I just kind of like knew like this is going to end. I'm, I'm going to be cool. But it was pretty like 
dramatic. And then finally, like, getting out, car was completely, like, destroyed. It actually hit a big rig, like, uh, like rim. The rim, it just was one rim, but it was enough to make my car airborne and flip a bit. Jeez. Yeah, theirs was actually a little bit more scarier. I yeah, think. we were coming back from Vegas from when we were playing in Los Cadejos, <coughs> actually. So we, were, we played a ska show out in Vegas and, uh, you know, hung out there all day. Uh, went went out there at like six or seven in the morning. I, I took a nap or whatever, played the show, and on our way back, yeah, I had Jacob, my brother, and like two other people, right, and two other of my friends. And uh, on the long stretch, where were we at? In in um, we were like on the southern like area, like part. I forgot. Like I yeah, don't I'm not really, too like, sure, but it's just know. this long stretch of road. Nothing, nothing's around at all. And slammed right back into a, into the back of a truck, and both of us just kind of uh, <laughs> flew off the road. I like his like tires flew off the back of his truck and whatnot. Oh, my my car was completely totaled, and not a single person was injured except for a couple scratches. What? Michael wasn't even injured either. Fuck, dude. Yeah. My glasses Thanks, broke. Yeah. Your what? My glasses. Oh fuck. <laughs> I thought something was wrong because the the lens popped out, so I thought my eyes were screwed up by the airbag hit, and. I was like, what? And then I found it. Okay. Yeah, no, the pop, first pop thing. Pop that little back in. The first thing I feel, because, like, you know, it's just you kind of go into shock when you get into a massive car accident. The first thing I kind of, when I come to, I the first thing I feel is, like, liquid on my hand. And so I'm, like, easily, like, oh, I've killed everybody in the car. Like, there is blood <laughs> all over the place right now. But it was just, like, the soda that spilled or whatever, you know. <laughs> Everybody's already outside, like, chilling and shit, you know. And I'm just, like, oh, I'm, I've killed everybody. I'm a murderer. Uh, so basically, like, before the band even took off, right? Yeah, like, b- before we, we had like two the- major car accidents, uh, a member left i mean we've had a history before even anything took off so. a lot of life setbacks yeah yeah to get this thing going so this is why it's taking so long for this damn album to come out yeah. bear with us please <laughs> <laughs> fuck dude life does not want us to do this album but we're gonna give it to you so yeah <laughs> we're gonna give it to you and we're gonna give it to you hard yeah there's a reason why we're all here yeah Oh, because I asked you guys to come. I'm <laughs> <laughs> live. We had to make it. <laughs> Thank you before it was too late. <laughs> I had to get you guys before you got all fucking huge and you're like, fuck you guys. Yeah, on the on the uh, way home tonight, I think it's going to be the end. So. Right. Damn it. No, I think, I think one It'll thing that fun. we're all kind of made pretty much like a number one rule is that you... No matter what we do, you, you just got to always stay humble. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know where you're from. Know what you started out as. And just live by that. Yeah, oh, never, yeah, dude. I'm kind of living like that right now. We started outside. And now we're in a room. And I'm like, oh, it. shit. You got Fuck, it. Work. People are, they have to know about this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Dude, we <laughs> went from outside to inside. And... <laughs> that's how we feel like we did the whole we make songs and now we played them live like oh here we go like, oh, it's doing man that, things that's how his fucking goddamn old co-host was he was like so what there's no fucking difference we're just inside <laughs> well fuck you too richard <laughs> that's how you know you got a passion for it though every little step uh, that they, this dude don't feel really anything <laughs> he's just like uh. he's like this isn't coke the fuck 
These aren't my rings. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Truthy motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, fuck. Uh, so, fuck, dude. That, that's pretty fucking scary, though. To fucking, I mean, granted, I'm glad you guys are fucking still here. Still We're kicking. Alive. We're still here. fucking walking. Because, <laughs> fuck, dude. Especially flipping your fucking car. Yeah. yeah see, I... Um, I we, mean, I, I make the joke with my sister all the time when she fucking flipped her car, but that's because that's my sister. But, dude, honestly, that's fucking scary shit. Yeah. And the only reason why I make that joke with her is because she was telling me, she was like, yeah, dude, I was holding Danny's hand, and then the fucking car flipped, and then he wasn't there no more. Oh, and I'm like, oh, what the no. fuck? Yeah, no, and then she was like, <laughs> I came to, I got out the car, and this was on the side of the fucking, yeah. like, on the side of the road, on, like, on the brakes, just chilling on the fucking wall, just like, Hey, why you, you got me off here? Uh, <laughs> he's just like, you good? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even help her out. See, yeah, man, I mean. I, I, I've been I, I guess like crash. he fucked up his arm and everything, yeah. so he's on the fucking side no, of the road, no, no. limp ass arm, just like, you good? See? And I'm just like, did you guys reenact the fucking scene from uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 or what? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you fucking shot, almost <laughs> dying, his ass, broken arm, shot, almost dying too? Fuck. I literally <laughs> cried when Manny called me. And I was like, yo, Josh just flipped his car. He was in a really bad accident. And I was, yeah, nothing, I was tripping out. Happened. It was it St. Was Patrick's Day as and well. Like, I was, I've been drinking. You were like, I'm already a little bad. Yeah. I'm a little yeah. emotional right now. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, nothing so, happened. You know, thanks to Satan. You know, oh, that, that <laughs> makes me feel like a bad friend. Because my buddy Danny got in an accident and he called me. And I thought he was just fucking with me. And I went over there. I'm like, your car is fucking fine. The whole front's fucked. <laughs> I think when we, we got into ours, I think we were going like 115. It was pretty It was intense. really fast. Like we, I remember because I was sitting behind him. And um, I just remember. Speed. Like at the last minute. Speed we, kills. His brother was sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> And then ended up in the back. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It was a full car. I think that's kind of one thing that made a really big, you know, impact that it was a full car, so it didn't flip. You know, we also had instruments in the back, like a couple trumpets. Shit was loaded down. Yeah, Yeah, it was loaded down. See, that's just scary shit. Having shit in the back and crashing, knowing that shit can go to the front. That's exactly the first thing I I checked. Like, I I came to, my door didn't open, so I had to climb out my window. I fell, and I almost, like, ran into this oxygen tank thing <laughs> yeah the cop was like if you hit that your car would have exploded like on impact i'm like whoa i didn't but when <laughs> i, I out, almost hit it falling out of my well, window i didn't <laughs> so i get out and i'm like shit my base ran back and i'm like all right they're good well, they're oh yeah mind you the their yeah, instruments the were in the back of his car when he flipped yeah. Jeez. Like so. the cases were like you know kind of like fucked up <coughs> I went, ran back i'm like all right this is good i'm like shit now my thumbs are and then I saw him No more slapping for me. <laughs> no, I got them slaps still. <laughs> He's still slappity slap slap. Okay. A lot more than slap. <laughs> but fuck, dude. <laughs> Going 115? What the fuck, dude? Oh, damn. You're still stuck on that part? <laughs> yeah, dude. What the fuck? What the fuck? That's fucking scary. I was like, I would have held like, you know, I was going like 35. I'm like, dude, my fucking Scion XB limited out at 114. The only car that I could ever hit that fucking speed in was a piece of shit in the garage and then my prelude. My prelude, I hit 135, 60. 
fucking wow. coming out of Ramona, going straight into the 71. As soon as I hit the 71, the little fucking turnout. Then he slowed down. I fucking hit a bump. <laughs> and the car oh. went down. Mind you, the car's lowered, and I'm not, I can't even fit in the fucker when I had it. <laughs> and I wasn't even fat yet, dude. I was still skinny. So I'm like this, head tilted <laughs> and shit. Hit the bump. I was like, I. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> My motherfucker. My cabeza. Fucking shift linkage broke. Fucking 130, like, dude. You're flying. Like, dude, fucking. Damn, got some air on that one. Dude, I fucking. I slowed down. Fucking. Because uh, the car wouldn't shift anymore. I was stuck in second. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? So I slowed down. Fucking kept driving it. Fucking cop. Fucking flies by me. And I'm just like. He was probably chasing you around. Hey, He's like, hey. <laughs> Slow down. I mean, by that point, I was already going like 60 and shit. Because I'm just like, my head. My head. How am I not dead right now? <laughs> I should have definitely broke my fucking neck with that fucking speed. Oh, See, but you guys are lucky. You guys got into those accidents, and then you're just like, okay, go home. I When I had gotten into an accident, we hit head on with an Escalade with a Honda Civic. Head on? Yeah. Bitch fucking went into our lane and just fucking smashed. I had um, fractured collarbones. I had that big ass seatbelt still on me with a Honda emblem and shit. Fuck. Yeah. And I started to go work. Yeah, I was going to go to work the next day. I lost the job. I went to work. Literally, literally 30 minutes after, I'm like, it's already like fucking six. I got to go. Yeah, that shit is real when they leave that bruise. Like, I'm like, that shit stayed for like two months. Yeah. I still get that fucking pain. I got rear-ended last year by a fucking excursion. (laughs) Fucking, I get pain right here, and then I get pain in my lower back. Like, when it gets real fucking cold, I'll be like, dude, I got to go. Like, that was a big reason why we had to move in here. Because right. I just couldn't handle the fucking cold in December. Yeah. I'm like, we got to go indoors, dude. Where, you, long, yeah. where, you, where did you stay before? Well, I mean, I've always lived here. But oh, where okay. we used to record as, like, literally up the street mm-hmm. oh. in his uh, brother's backyard. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> only two weeks here. <laughs> I forgot about that place already. Yeah, like, uh, that's <laughs> old news. <laughs> it's old news. I don't even hear about that anymore. <laughs> no, nah, it's been a few weeks since we've been here. But, um, dude, it is just... Shit like that, like, you don't think about it until, like, fucking just randomly hurts. And you're like, what the fuck caused that? And you're just like, oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> that happened. We wilding. But see, see, the stupidest shit got me hurt. The, the head-on collision, it was, like, literally 25 miles an hour. Fucked up my collarbone, everything. Uh, my brother pushed me down one time, and I have a big-ass screw in my hip now. Oh, oh my God. God. What up, my boy? Well, I mean. I, dude, I, I've, I've done BMX. I caught 15 feet of air and oh. just fucking landed. That was the worst thing that's happened to me. That's didn't 15 get feet. Yeah, but didn't Take get around. hurt. <laughs> didn't get hurt, though. Oh. See, that, that's the shit. Uh, when okay. I'm doing stupid shit, I don't get hurt. I'm just walking. Yeah. There goes fucking <laughs> my finger flies off. 17. Like, I, I don't fucking yeah, get hurt. I, I think the devil's watching. Hey, what the fuck? It definitely with it, with these accidents like happening really gave us like a wake up call with like this uh, this movement this group. We kind of took it like you know what? like this really didn't happen to anyone you know anyone that we cared about even I was by myself you know so I didn't have that responsibility of you know guilt if I were to hurt someone yeah but, what's um, up Christian thank you for joining man up, love you brother what's and, up uh, guy <laughs> what up guy Sorry, you can't even see me and um 
I guess that kind of like woke us up with like you know we need to really push this record and we really need to push this movement this collection this you know phase one into the next like phases to come and yeah. we basically agreed like you know if you're not dead yet you're in, you're still in this band and that's it <laughs> literally no like, fucking excuses yeah y'all tried and didn't work you know what you're on life support you better come in bitch <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you got an iron lung you're still on yeah, like exactly. oh you're back on beep beep <laughs> Can you turn that off? It's coming out in the recording. <laughs> hey, hey, bro, you think you can like mute it for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now can you mute that one though? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> flatline. He, he had a cast on and toured with it. Yeah. Holy but, uh, shit. You play with a pick, right? No. no you I'm don't play with a totally pick. Totally against. This is the finger master right here. Oh, everything. Really? Are you yes, sure? Sir. We got to get him and Fredo kind of, fucking battling each other. It's kind of like a rule. Let's get this battle. It, he's not allowed to use a pick. Yeah, no, I'm I'm against it. Really. My buddy's fucking crazy fast. And I'm surprised yeah, that he doesn't have a woman yet. Yeah, fuck I don't know, man. Jerking <laughs> off all this fucking guy, This guy is fast. Yeah, have you heard yeah. Chris Form? Huh? Take have it to our track? Yes. Oh, so that, that's all fingers. like everything that I do. Oh, that's weird. Because usually... Standard, it's you use a pick for the recording for these uh, metal no, bands. Yeah, with definitely. recording, well, standard in the scene. I mean, if that's what they want to do, everyone teach their own. Well, it's, it's just because it's a crisper sound and stuff. Because um, when you finger pick, it comes out a little more muffled. I don't think so. I really, I, I, um, I believe, depends on the player. The really appropriate term is muddled, muddled, <laughs> muffled. I feel <laughs> that with um, with playing with your fingers, you're 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 imprinting your own. Your own like signature, if you will, like nah. within your tone. You can I shape think it sounds more. Yeah, you're, you're shredding off your fingerprints every time you, you play. You could literally, you know, shape your tone to however you would want to. I mean, like luckily with like our like sound, like I'm really comfortable with like my tone. Um, a lot of the uh, how everyone writes like together um, really complements each other's pretty much like how like we do everything. Yeah, you know, um, I've don't need to change anything about it and that's like what i really strived for when i wanted to be in like a band to leave a mark i definitely don't disagree with you i think that a lot of bands do do it in order and for the sake of a crisper tone uh luckily we got a a man over here whose fingertips are like concrete you know so it's like (laughs) he is the finger (laughs) the finger (laughs) yeah i like can't complain it is a very very full and crisp tone it's a and you know, he's a fast, he's a fast boy. He's got some fast <laughs> fingers. <laughs> We've been writing together since day one, mm. so it's kind of like the as long as I've known <laughs> him pursuing bass, the womb? Yeah. he's God just damn. strictly been nod. Nah, I don't want to play with the big. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Since you've known him? No, like since day oh, one, okay. playing music together. <laughs> the way you say that, I'm like, wait. <laughs> well, I mean, granted, not everybody in a family is like, oh, well, you know, you're music oriented. I want to be music oriented too. Yeah, because, we always I mean, just grew up like wanting to like do it. You know, always like wanting strictly metal. I mean, Black Sabbath really set it off, and then Guitar Hero came in the picture. But a lot of like influences really bounced back, back and forth. And then when we met these dudes, oh yeah, it just took off from there. Yeah, he kind of got me into playing music. I wasn't even about it at all. He was and then an artist, like drawing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no shit. Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, oh, teach me Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Yeah. And it was like Thanksgiving. Dun, 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 yeah. It was yeah, Thanksgiving. 
2007 because I remember I was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. and God damn, I've been playing since then. Yeah. Oh, shit, I had to do math for myself right there. I was like, yeah. 2007. <laughs> uh, fuck, I was. You can do a it. Freshman. Mm-hmm. I think I was a freshman. Yeah, I was a freshman. Oh man, take your time. Yeah, I was a freshman. But dude, fuck, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna do the math. <laughs> well, I did I mean, that all day today. Uh, I don't <laughs> need to do that right now. I remember when Simon <laughs> Army came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, he's playing bass. He's playing bass." And then everyone. Boom, bombshell. He's playing guitar, mm-hmm. but with you know the effects pedal and everything, and just it deepened the tone to the point where it almost sounded like a fucking bass. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but it that in itself, that song did uh, it influenced me into playing bass because I was like, I, the that tone, that sound, that's something that I want to fucking be familiar with. Right. And because of that, I mean, it's more of a you know just honest mistake as a parent and everything. My dad heard bass guitar. He heard guitar. Right. So he's like, here's a guitar for Christmas, dude. And so I was like, um, fuck it. Two more strings. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I was like in fifth grade when I really wanted to like learn and play bass. He comes home. And he's like, yo, there's this band called Black Dahlia. <coughs> you know, the Black Dahlia Murder. And we're just, it just set it off for me. And just and I think that's where uh, a lot of our fans like really want us to play with them. <coughs> Um, they'd be like, you know, you guys really compliment each other. You guys should, you know, really get on a package, you know, with them or same bill. Uh, they are, you know, pretty cool people. You know, they are an influence of ours. You know, um, I know it's big on everyone's behalf that we would love to play, you know, with the Black Dahlia Murder. Anybody out there that knows any booking <coughs> contacts close to the Black Dahlia Murder? I'll figure it out. I'll have them we on a podcast. We would love to fucking play with you guys. <laughs> Want to fucking party with you guys? Shit, we don't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing that I do know though is that um, you mentioned like tubes and tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one thing that kind of shocking for people to hear is that he runs Axe Effects. Yeah, yeah straight Axe. into a cab. No. Yeah, or well, for I the use, recording, I use my own wireless. Um, on like recording, I have like my own dialed and set tone, you know, through my Axifix too. I record it. I will, I like to have like my live tone as much as close to the record as possible. I mm-hmm. feel like, um, it pays respect to the listener, you know, to get what they deserve. You know, what is we write is what we want to produce live. You know, a lot of bands don't do that, a lot of bands rely, you know, on you know, whether it be backtracks, and if it is that, it's not the full. Know, production element. Have you ever thought when you finally when you finally hear them live, you're like, well, this isn't what I was listening to. What it, the fuck's yeah, missing? Well, see, uh, that, 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 that's why I like listening to bands live because <coughs> not only do you hear the tone that they put in during that set, but you hear all the fuck ups, uh, how it sounds before they actually set up and shit, and then actually playing the show. Exactly, and all that is what contributes to the experience Mm -hmm. and that's what I love just that that's why I'm always willing to go out to shows and stuff and fucking haven't gone far out yet Mm -hmm. Uh, but I've went to go see Traditions I've seen Marrow and all that and just seeing their energy is fucking amazing and well, shit, I, I guess we'll leave it off here so we can go see Traditions right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Traditions, we gotta go Shout out to Traditions, man. Andres, you the shit. You're a badass vocalist. Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll see you soon. But um, So, anything you guys want to plug before we let you guys go? We got your Instagram, your Gmail again. 
Give me your phone number. <laughs> uh, real fast, I mean, all the bands that were on Hellscape, uh, thank you so much for being a part of that, the first ever Hellscape. Um, if I miss any, guys, help me out. Um, Legend Shall Fall. Um, They're a really good band. Yes, I definitely. I want to go see them. Uh, uh, he Films the Clouds. Um, Iron Rule. Iron Rule, yes. Casket Drop. Meridian Parkway. Venata. Black Market Drugs. Black Market Drugs, straight up. Yeah, thank you guys for making that night thank a you super, guys all. super fun night. and uh, It was amazing. Super yeah. successful night, that's for sure. Uh, keep an eye out for our uh, Instagram. It's the Dark Alamore <laughs> Official. You can find us on Facebook as well, just under the Dark Alamore. Find us on YouTube. We got our single Cruciform on Slam Worldwide and a handful of other YouTube channels. The Circle Pit, I believe, also has it uploaded on their channel. Um, we have a single coming out. <coughs> Uh, in the next couple months so just keep updated with us we're gonna drop little teases here and there but you already know how we work we don't give you guys too much so and that's gonna be called glass haven so please keep a lookout on that one i want to give a quick shout out to tommy from legend shell fall he actually uh sent me your guys' instagram Oh, and right that's how I heard your music. I'm like, oh, oh Tony. All right. Oh, Tony. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony. I'm going to call him Tommy. The Tony. homie Tony. Yeah. No, he's Tommy now. Really respectable, man. <laughs> yeah. Shout Thank out you so to much. He's still man. Tommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've changed so many people's names. <laughs> yeah, they're all close friends. Yeah. Almost pretty much brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Like LSF, we consider our brother band. You know, if they're going to be touring or if we're going to be touring, we'd love to take them out. Or if they tour, I hope they take us out. You know, that'd be great. Uh, shout out to uh, the homies and endings. You guys should definitely get them uh, on I'm over here as well. In contact with them right now. Yeah, yeah. You should. Uh, trying to figure that shit. I just don't know how far they are. Uh, they're in out in LA, but oh, that's close. Yeah, not too bad. I'll, I'll fucking go to them. <laughs> he actually uh, did a music video with them, right? Yeah, I did a music video with them. Did uh, oh, did what? a couple. Did a Arizona run with them and did a couple shows when oh. when. Uh, when they just needed to fill in and stuff like that. And they're very good friends of mine. I, they're, they're the homies, you know what I mean? So, uh, oh, they're awesome. Um, Juan and Esteban, I fucking love you motherfuckers. Smurf, you're killing it <laughs> on out. drums. Oh shit, there's Keep a doing Smurf. It. That guy, that guy. Juan <laughs> to the hung tone, guitarist, everything. And also too, finally, you know, thank you to the listeners that, had, you know, put the time out of their day to listen to the venue podcast as well as, um, this hosting with us, the Dark Alamori. Um, we really couldn't have done it without you guys. And to the new listeners, you know, uh, really keep your eye out, keep your ear open too. We strive to give you the best of the best, the 100% that we know that you guys want and deserve, you know, from any band that you choose to. And we would like to assure you that we are Ambient Death and we are the Dark Alamori and we give you everything that you would ever want. Yeah. He couldn't have said it better. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And um, I am Quinn, the vocalist of the Dark Alamore. This is Josh, the bassist. This is Jacob, the guitar player. Manny on smacking drums. Dude, thank you guys for coming. We Fuck appreciate you, the shit out Holy of it. shit. You guys are very fucking punctual. You were here before me. <laughs> I swear to shit, I thought he was the one ringing the doorbell, and I fucking, he called me, and I'm like, dude, just open the fucking door. <laughs> and then he, he's texting me, he's like, dude, come help me. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's not you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I had all my shit in the fucking car still. So like, uh, the way we run is like, you're late, you're fired. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I'm fucking late to my own podcast. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> On behalf of uh, the Dark Alamora, we all want to thank you, yes? 
Yeah, thank you so much. To we, the venue podcast. We had a we had a thank pleasure with you guys. Oh, dude, you, you guys are fucking awesome. Thank I don't you want so to much. You guys everyone live. that tuned in live on really Instagram. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you and we love you. Please stay tuned. We got more music and we got a lot of shit coming. So, oh hell yeah! Thank yeah. you so much. Here's too many more. Here's too many more. You'll see. All right, guys. Till next time. Peace. Peace. But before you guys go, here's a small clip from one of their songs. Wake me, wake Mars!